This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. You've had a good start to your week and uh, are certainly able to kind of put aside the fact that there is no Arsenal this weekend. I can only apologise on behalf of international football for interrupting the momentum of the start of the season, which has obviously led to Arsenal recording three wins against Manchester United, Nottingham Forest and Crystal Palace and one draw against Fulham to suffice the needs of some qualifiers. I'm not particularly happy either, but it is what it is. Um, And sadly, we will have to muddle through this international break, but we're going to do it together. We're going to do it with lots of news uh, regarding Arsenal. We're going to do lots of discussions. There's going to be podcasts. There's going to be collaborations on other shows as well. So make sure you look out for this ugly mug elsewhere, because I'm sure there's going to be plenty of opportunities for that. Um, But thank you to those that will continue to stick with us. And I do encourage you, please, to stick with me over the course of this international break. Continue to make this part of your morning routines. It really does help us out and keep the show going. So thank you to those that do. A quick apology for those that listen on audio platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever you happen to get this. Uh, Yesterday, there was a delay in the upload of yesterday morning show. It was nothing to do with me. Uh, So technically, I'm apologizing on behalf of Acast, who... Uh, had an issue with their uploading but it did go up around midday-ish one o'clock-ish so I hope that you're able to be caught up on everything that we talked about from the game against Manchester United so apologies for that uh, good morning to those joining us live in the chat box uh, Penny Wing good morning to you to Matt G to Johnny uh, we've got uh, A1 Paul Barry Jimbo FPL Cosmos David um, Dave James PJ Rich Olawale Mark Stevie Morgie Lars uh, Red Star, Darren, uh, Stephen, Gunnar Jake, uh, Grantly Poos, uh, Blackshine, Jose, and plenty more of you guys as well. Thank you ever so much, everybody, uh, for tuning in. It is very much appreciated. Uh, let's crack on with today's stories, shall we? Um, we start with Arsenal's game against Brentford in the Carabao Cup. We finally have a date 
for this game. Arsenal will indeed travel uh, to play at the GTEC Community Stadium on Wednesday, the 27th of September. This means, of course, Arsenal gets uh, more than just the two days, or more rather than more than just the one day that it would have been Arsenal playing Spurs on the Sunday in the North London derby. They then have two days break before taking on Brentford in the Carabao Cup. They then have two more days break on Thursday and Friday before taking on Bournemouth in the uh, in the Premier League away at the Vitality Stadium. That means Arsenal have three away games in a row, including their Champions League away match in France in Lens uh, to take on the Liga runners-up from last season. It means Arsenal's fixture schedule is about to get very, very busy. We have Sunday when we return on the 17th of September against Everton, then Wednesday, then Sunday, then Wednesday, then Saturday, then Tuesday, then Sunday, and then the October international break. So one, two, three, four, five, six games in the space of, seven games, in fact, in the space of a very short period of time. It's about to get very real and Mikel Arteta is going to have to use the majority of his squad to try and overcome any of those challenges. So you're going to see the likes of Leandro Trossard. You should see the likes of Emil Smith-Rowe, Jorginho, uh, Kivior getting the opportunities. David Raya, of course, we should be getting an opportunity to see too. But it's about to get very hectic very quickly as the season fully kicks off after this September international break. In the absence of Anthony, who has been excluded from the Brazilian national side based upon recent reports, which you can read all about in your own time, uh, Gabriel Jesus has been called up in his place to the squad. This call took place in the space of the last 24 hours. I spoke to Gabriel Jesus after the game against Manchester United. You can read that interview that I did with him over on football.london if you would very much like to, and I would encourage you to. Um, But one of the questions that he was asked in our presence was whether he'd been called up to the squad, and at that point he said no. So the call from the Brazil national team must have taken place uh, between that game and just after the game against Man United in place of Anthony. So, uh, yeah, we wish Gabriel Jesus the best of luck. It might be the opportunity for him to build up some more minutes and get some more game time. Hopefully, he can come back injury-free. That will be the obvious hope as uh, he joins with uh, Gabriel Magalhaes and, of course, Gabriel Martinelli as well. Uh, Brazil will be playing a game against Bolivia on September 9th. They'll then be playing against Peru on uh, September 13th. So he will be flying out to South America to play those games. Uh, Speaking of international duty, to give a roundup, thank you to Arsenal Buzz for collating these. Uh, The Arsenal players on international duty uh, are for England, Eddie Nketiah, Bakaya Saka, Declan Rice and Aaron Ramsdale. For Brazil, Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli and Magalhaes. Uh, Martin Odegaard will be uh, playing for Norway, Kai Havertz for Germany, William Saliba for France, Jakob Kivior for Poland, Leandro Trossard for Belgium, Alexander Zinchenko for Ukraine, uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu for Japan, David Raya for Spain, and Karl Hein for Estonia. These are the players that will indeed uh, be away from the club during these weeks, which means that we do have a number of players, of course, that are still at Arsenal and still will be taking part with Mikel Arteta and working on their fitness. Uh, All the goalkeepers, however, will be away, which means it might be an opportunity for some of the youth goalkeepers to get an opportunity to play uh, Grashik and the like, potentially, unless he's gone out on loan. So quick check on the academy. No, I think he did, yeah. So James Hilson and Ovi Ejeheri, who are still at the club, 
will be filling in uh, in training whilst those senior players are away. Uh, but Ben White... Uh, Cedric is still at the club, believe it or not. Yes, he is indeed still here. Uh, not only that, but uh, Thomas Partey, of course, who is injured, won't be there. Mohamed Elneny's working on his fitness. Fabio Vieira, unless he's with the under-21s, which I don't actually have a roundup of. Um, otherwise, he will be there. Um, who else have we got? Reese Nelson, of course, will still be with the group. Um, and that is it. So not many senior players at all still with the side that'll be working on things. So be interesting to see if Arsenal do a behind closed doors friendly. Uh, if there's any plans to do that, we'll try and find out. Um, Edu is said to agree, according to Alex Crook of Talksport, a symbolic fee uh, for uh, Nicolas Pepe. The player, uh, according to Loic Tanzi, is in Paris under undergoing a medical ahead of a potential move to uh, Besiktas, where finally they have agreed uh, a deal to see the player move out there. How much this figure is, we're still waiting to find out the details of that. Um, but apparently it is a symbolic fee uh, with Besiktas for the player. So let's wait and see how much it turns out to be. Um, but Arsenal will be, to be honest, probably thrilled that they're able to get something symbolic. I'm hoping that symbolic is like, you know, 70 million that'd be great um for me whatever it, it could be four but for me it symbolizes 70 million on the balance sheet i think that's how taxes work right um but yes nicolas pepe will be getting arsenal a fee um which is very much welcomed indeed uh what however is not welcomed is the expected absence of Thomas Partey. Samit Mokbel of the Mail reporting yesterday that Partey is expected to be out for at least six weeks. And there's an expectation that Partey will hopefully, and, you know, emphasis on the word hopefully, be back after the October international break, meaning that he will miss all those games that I went through with you earlier. So Everton, PSV, Spurs, Brentford, Bournemouth, Lawns and Manchester City. But there's hope that he might be back after the international break. The first game after the international break is away at Stamford Bridge against Chelsea, followed by an away fixture at the Sanchez-Pijuan to play uh, Sevilla, followed by Sheffield United, Newcastle away, and then the home clash against Sevilla, Burnley, Brentford, Lons home game, and then into December with some more fixtures as well. We haven't got another big six side after Chelsea, uh, other than Newcastle, of course, if you count them as the big six team these days, until we play Liverpool on Saturday, the 23rd of December, unless that fixture is, of course, changed. So that is all of the latest Arsenal news rounded up for you. Um, we're going to move to part two and your questions. Let's wait and see what indeed ends up happening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Oh, we forgot to take a drink. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I was uh, just doing a quick check on a tweet that someone said I should check out. Where was the tweet? Where was the comment? Someone said I need to check the Secret Scout. Who was it? Uh, Fuad says I need to check Secret Scout. Um, understand Pepe has received a proposal from Saudi club Al-Shabaab. Arsenal looking for a fee around £2 million. Representatives are out in Saudi to work and complete a deal. Interesting. So there's some confliction of reports going on at the moment so Besiktas or Al-Shabaab what will it be we'll have to wait and see we'll keep you updated with any information dropping on that I'm certainly going to be doing some digging around that story today um right let's jump into the chat box shall we um Brenda says Jorginho finished with Italy or just not called up uh, I guess he's just not been called up uh to the squads unless that's been missed but uh we'll have a quick check um yeah, uh, yes, uh, he was not called up because of a lack of playing time, uh, Spalletti has confirmed. So there you go. No Skamaka, Moyes Kin, uh, Verratti or Jorginho in the current squad because they weren't called up. I don't know how that will make Jorginho feel about that, but he's not been called up because of a lack of playing time. So there you go. Um Let's go to Razor. It says, January window. We need a proper partner for Declan Rice. I saw a lot of people in the chat box uh, complaining here. A1 says, I'm tired of Partey's injuries. Um, you're not the only one. Uh, in fact, I said uh, and wrote about this yesterday that I do feel that it is time uh, for Arsenal to look toward the future and try to bring in a midfielder that will ultimately replace Thomas Partey um, for the long term because these injuries are getting... I mean, they're not getting to a stage where it's unmanageable. It has probably got to a stage where it's pretty unmanageable because losing out on a, such a key player in the squad for a large period of the season so unexpectedly but so frequently, it can't be accounted for. Um, and we need to start accounting for it. So, yes, we need to make sure that we uh, that we get uh, a replacement for Thomas Partey as soon as possible. Ashwin says, two million, might as well keep him and use him. Um, were it so easy, uh, is what I would say. I'd personally just take the two million and run. You've got to remember that it's not just two million quid. It's around seven to eight million pounds that you're actually saving because you get two million from the transfer fee. And then he's on about 120, 140,000 pounds per week. So that accounts to about six to seven million pounds, maybe slightly more a year. Um, so you're ultimately saving a lot more money just on wages as well. Just to double check what his wages actually are. It does say uh, 7.2 million pounds a year. That's what he's on. He went up in his contract. I think this contract went up to uh, that figure in 2021 it did indeed so Arsenal will be getting just under 10 million quid saved in that deal that we'll see Pepe leave um, uh, to go away did I say Partey yeah so Pepe um, him being sold will indeed get us around uh, 10 million saved including a 2 million fee if it is indeed 2 million so it's worth doing uh, people quickly forget the wages associated with these deals. So it's certainly worth doing that one. Um, Jimbo says, Tom, do you like custard, right? Uh, Peeny Ween uh, would like your vote. Uh, I, I have no interest. No interest at all in even discussing this. <laughs> None whatsoever. Uh, Ollie says, should have sold Partey. Always insisted on this. 
during the summer is very unreliable due to his injuries. And Ollie has been with us now as a member for 24 months, believe it or not. So thank you, Ollie, for the continued support on the channel. It means the absolute world. And Juno become a brand new member as well. Thank you to Juno uh, for joining us. Uh, and being part of the TGT family. Very much appreciate your support. If you would like to become a member and be part of our family, join our Discord server and get on the show for our previews. You can find information to that in the link tree down in today's video description. Or if you're on a desktop, you usually have a little join button next to the subscribe feature, which also gives you the information about how to do that. Um, A1 says, who's that guy that plays for Monaco in DM? I'm assuming you're talking about Yusuf, Fof uh, Yusuf um, not Fafana, the chess player, but Yusuf. Um, um, hold on. Is it Yusuf Fafana? It is Yusuf Fafana, right? That is the player I'm talking about. For a minute, I was thinking of Wesley Fafana. Yes, Yusuf Fafana, uh, French international, very exciting player. He's actually 24. Um, still playing for Monaco, despite uh, Nottingham Forest agreeing, well, not agreeing, but very close to uh, 35 million euros. I would love to see Yusuf Fafana be brought in by Arsenal. He is more of a central midfielder than a defensive midfielder. He can play defensive midfield, but he is more of a, a centre mid than a like a box-to-box a -box style midfielder. When he came to the Emirates and was at the Emirates Cup, he was the best player on the pitch, without a doubt. Um, and uh, yeah, for me, I'd love to see Yusuf Fafana be a guy that, that Arsenal targeted. Um you say that, you know, we think about party being a six, but I think that Declan Rice has really got the, the potential to be that six for the future. And Fafana would be a great option to have in the midfield alongside uh, Declan Rice as an option. So, yes, I would personally go and target him. I think he's a fantastic player. Um, Tim says, if the numbers quoted for Pepe are true, why do you think they are so much lower than what Chelsea managed to squeeze out from the Saudi clubs for their undesirables? Um, a number of reasons, Tim. Um, that Pepe's value has, has dropped significantly. Um, he's not played in the Prem um, for a long, long time now. He's obviously been on loan to, to Nice where he struggled with injuries. Um, and also the team that are going after him, Al-Shabaab, are not one of the big four. He's not Al-Etihad, not Al-Etifak, not Al-Halal, not Al-Nasser. I think there's one other actually as well. Um, but uh, Al-Shabaab are more of a mid-table Saudi side. So they're not one of those that are being like massively backed by uh, all the money that's being injected into Saudi. The other team is, of course, Besiktas. Again, not a team that you would expect. Al-Ali, thank you, uh, Zuntar, uh, the other Saudi side. But yeah, Al-Shabaab are not one of the big um, kind of uh, Saudi sides that are looking at investing huge amounts of money into the league um they've i think they've brought in one or two external players so yeah that's reasons as to why tim you're not seeing those those figures being associated with pepe as you did with the players that left chelsea uh for instance um let's go to rich says the saudis want big names since it's all part of branding pepe not such a big draw. Very, very true. Uh, Christopher says, Tom, think we keep Jorginho next summer and sell Partey in that window? I think so. And I would. I would activate Jorginho's year option. I would keep him for another season. I think he's been a very good servant to the, the six months he's been here at plus. Um, so I think that, yeah, I would activate Jorginho's option, but I would sell Partey and bring in another player. Mohamed El Nene is expected to be back I asked the player after the game against Manchester United um, how, you know, when we 
predictions back and he said they're back soon so the expectation i think is is around this month that we really should be getting uh el nenny back into the fold and training with the first team so let's get fingers crossed for that um chris thank you for the donation sounds like a smooth 250 pound mic yeah it does indeed um sean says for your troubles get yourself a pint my thanks sean much appreciate that by the time you know all these donations we had to buy an actual microphone that might work so there you go but it's not like i'm not investing your very kind donations into trying to make this channel as good as it can be and then still the technology lets us down um wayne says well handled tom you're as calm as jesus slotting home on sunday that was a composed little uh <laughs> reverse chop back and uh finished past the nana hopefully without any mic issues between now and the end of the uh end of the show i'm going to speak to gabriel who did our audio for the live event uh even though that had some issues <laughs> but uh uh yeah he should know more about this stuff than i will right Matt says, uh, who's your favourite player at the moment? Mine's got to be Rice, Rice Baby. It's very hard not to like Declan Rice a hell of a lot after the things that he's done as a player for us. Um, so, yeah, Rice is definitely up there. I do like Leandro Trost a hell of a lot. I do like uh, Emil Smith-Rowe uh, as well, but he's not playing at the moment. Um, but Eddie Nketiah has really grabbed my attention as a player that, you know, I have really written off in the past. I've, I've said, you know, I'm not sure whether or not he's going to make it as a player. So to come back and do what he's doing is is fantastic. So, yeah, absolutely. Eddie Nketiah is up there with one of the best. Uh, Jimbo says, going to talk bloopers video, maybe. Yeah, we need to do like a <laughs> a thing where we just do all of the uh, the crazy cutouts of the crazy mic issues. So there you go. Uh, I know that you guys like the high pitch sound, but you know it's just not a good good look. It's really not a good look, especially when I'm talking about really serious things as well. Um, Derek says, "Tom, did you see Fab's tweet um, about OSV? Anything in that? He was at the game on Sunday. Um, let me have a quick look at Fab's Twitter, and then I'll be able to have a check on what you're talking about. Who is OSV? Um, not seeing anything. You have to let me know. Who is OSV? I know it's someone really obvious that I've completely gone a mind blank on, but I don't know who OSV is. So, yeah, no, sorry. Um, does Jesus start against Everton, says Boss? I don't know. It's a really good question. It's a really, really good question um, about who starts for us um, on on that game against Everton because Eddie could start, Jesus could start, lots of players could start um in in that position and it's one of it's one of those two so yeah maybe maybe we'll see um what ends up happening in that striker position and it'll be a surprise to us but uh yeah very very interesting um psv maybe he meant psv maybe he meant ozimen uh yeah i don't i don't know ozimen victor ozimen was the tweet okay was there a, a tweet from fabio about Victor Ozyman. One thing I did see is that Sergio Ramos going back to Sevilla means that he's going to be playing at the Emirates. Um, so we'll see Sergio Ramos at the Emirates next season, which is going to be exciting. Look forward to that. Seeing him in the mix zone, maybe. Um, I'm definitely excited for that. That's going to be a very, very exciting time to see uh, Sergio Ramos playing against Arsenal. Uh, Steven says, as Arteta referenced in his press conferences, we've seen players flourish when the fans support them. I, for one, would be extremely proud of our fan base if they really got behind Havertz. Yeah, me too. And at the end of the day, you're not going to convince everybody to be able to do that, Stephen. And I think it's a valiant effort that you're giving there. And I certainly try my hardest to try to convince people that it's not the right way to go down the path of battering and killing a player, as so many people have done. Um, but uh, yeah, it's very, very difficult um, to. It's very difficult to justify 
it's very difficult to justify the idea that uh, um, you would want to even bash a player so much that you're, you know, inciting violence or inciting hate towards somebody as as others have. Um, and it's a shame that people are like that. But you know, sadly, that is the state of affairs that we find ourselves in. I know that the majority of you guys are brilliant and aren't abusive towards players. Um, but you're not going to be able to convince everyone, which is the sad situation we find ourselves in with Havertz, unfortunately. Um, Jason says, how many goals would you expect from Eddie and Gabriel Jesus in all comps? From them both, how many goals? I think that both of them should be targeting at least 30 between them, uh, maybe potentially closer to 40. Uh, that'd be great. If they could both get 40 goals, you've got two strikers on 20 goals. That'd be great. But I think 30 is a good baseline target between the two. Jesus got, I think, 11 or 12 last season and Ketia got five or so. So, you know, we didn't get close to 20. Jesus was out for a long period of time and Eddie wasn't starting as many games as he is now. So maybe we aim for 30. Yeah, let's try and get 30 uh, for sure. Dave says, I will be supportive of Kai, but I, I do want him out of the, the firing line for now. And I don't blame you for that, Dave. I, I, I have no issue with that whatsoever. I think we should move him out of the firing line. I think he should move to the bench and bring him off the bench and build up that uh, that um, yeah, confidence. Um, Derek says, free agent from PSV. Sorry, mate, typo. Uh, Fab tweeted that he was there. Is it El Ghazi? Is it El Ghazi? It might be El Ghazi. Um, I'm not sure he's the right fit for Arsenal, really. Um but uh, apparently he was at Arsenal uh, this weekend. So, uh, oh, I've just seen the picture. El Ghazi, available as a free agent after terminating his contract at PSV. One Premier League club approached him. Same for the Saudi clubs. There are several possibilities. El Ghazi will decide soon. He was at the Emirates Stadium with his camp yesterday. I'm not sure that that's anything to do with us. You can't rule it out 100%, but... Uh, yeah, El Ghazi, I'm not sure that he uh, he's the a right guy for Arsenal to sign on a free transfer. I don't even know if we can sign him as a free. Um, I don't know if that kind of uh, it goes beyond the realms of, of what we can do, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, Lloyd says, is there an argument for Kai, uh, for giving Kai one last start, quite a poor Everton side, to build up his confidence? Maybe. You know, Fulham uh, are tough sides. Man United, obviously, a tougher test as well, but... Yeah, there is an argument there, Lloyd. Um, but ultimately, there is something to be said that if he fails that test, where do you go from there? You know, it's really hard to come back from that one. So, mm, yeah, Mike's going again. Right. We're going to wrap things up there. Yeah, we're going to wrap things up there. And I'm going to spend a few hours today trying to sort out this, probably getting new cables, new inserts and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Apologies for the chaotic audio issues today. Um, hopefully we can get it sorted very, very soon. Um, but uh, it's very, very frustrating, as you can imagine. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy yourselves with whatever you happen to be doing today. And uh, I hope it's a lot better than the reliability of these microphones. Anyway, thank you, guys. Uh, enjoy yourselves and uh, stay safe, stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. 
Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.